if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. So welcome to our very first podcast of Marketing Margaritas. I'm Jade and... I'm Alana. Oh, God, it's like we practice that or something. <laughs> so um, bear with us. This is our first attempt at a podcast and living in the world of marketing, this is the fun stuff that we get to do. We get to try and see how things work, um, how engagement goes. It's what we live and breathe every day. So if we decide that this is utterly nonsense and we don't think it's a value for you, it's not going to see the light of day. But fingers crossed, we actually know what we're talking about and you get some wonderful insight out of it. All right, cool. So today we wanted to talk about a really easy content strategy that any business can use on any platform. Um, So we're going to be delving into theme days. It might be something that you've heard of before. Um, It's not some sort of big complicated process, Um, but basically it's just uh, one of the social media tools that you can use to make posting consistently Um, and easily across your different platforms, um, you know, simpler for you. So basically the main question we get from clients is I have trouble posting to Facebook. They either don't have the time or they don't. should I post? Yeah. They don't know what to post. Mm. So, um, the easy question is what do you get asked all the time? What do you do? What are you doing each day? What, you know, what is it that you're talking about? You are already in it. You just need to take a little step back and have a look. And this tool is a great one for creating extra content and making it super simple. But it also makes it strategic as well. So one of those things that, you know, when it says, oh, what can I post on, um, you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever, like there's 50 million different things. You could be posting your dog having a bath on a Sunday. Like you could be posting anything, but is it actually helping you get towards where you want to go? Okay. So how do you know, Jay, what you should be posting on Facebook? Well, first step with anything, any marketing activity whatsoever, whether it's socials to a billboard to just anything needs to have a goal. So what is the actual purpose? So if we look at Facebook, you go, okay, overall for your business, you may be trying to um, increase sales or launch a new product or, um, you know, venture into a new market or it could be recruitment, you know, like is if you look at what your overall business goal is and then you go, okay, I'm looking at this specific platform. So, if, you know, we'll just use Facebook because it's easy and everyone pretty much uses it. So we go Facebook specifically from Facebook. What are your goals there? What are you trying to achieve? So if you were looking to launch a new product, then you might be trying to um, grow your audience as much as possible so that when it launches, you're going to have a higher conversion rate because you've got more volume of numbers. Yep, makes sense. If you were doing recruitment, what would be a good goal for recruitment? Um, Good goal for recruitment. Well, obviously you want a larger audience, like that's everyone's underlying goal, but you want engagement. You want people to actually be seeing your post, sharing your post, going, hey, Bob, I think this job would suit you. That's a, that's really perfect, Lani. So, and one of those things with, um, you know, recruitment especially, and that's something that's a big thing in our region anyway, um, is that quite often, you know, like it's not just the person that you're directly trying to target. 
it's actually the people around them. So we call them like our influencers, not as in social media influencers, but we all have influences in our lives. So for example, um, you know, if I see a gardening thing that I think Lani would love, I would <laughs> tag her in it. So she might not have been directly seeing the post herself, but I will tag her in it. Recruitment is a massive one for that. So if we know people who are searching for jobs, we'll quite often share or tag them in stuff that we think might be relevant to them, um, which is leads into the next part of strategy. So once you know your goal, it's who are you talking to? Who are you trying to reach? And again, that's not only just knowing who your target market is. Um, so, you know, age, gender, demographics, all that kind of stuff. Um, but also who the people are around them that influence their lives that could potentially be useful to tap into as well. And then it's knowing, well, not knowing, but it's kind of, you're sort of guessing, researching, but also testing out where they are then. So for example, if you were looking for 35 year old mums, then probably a mix of maybe mostly Instagram with some Facebook would be where you would find that audience. Now, obviously that for me, it's like we do social media every day. So I just kind of pull out of my head what I think it might be. But one of the things with marketing is that there is no exact formula. There is no exact science to it. So it really is a matter of trying and testing something. And then if it doesn't work, tweaking it or dumping it, trying something else, or if it does work, cool, keep doing it. So what you're saying, it's okay for a post not to go viral every time you post it. Yeah, basically. And even if just a platform, you know, like at the start, you're like, oh, I think they might be here and here. Just get in there and have a crack at it. And if they start, if that audience starts coming to you, which you'll be able to see through your insights and analytics. What? I know, right? That's the beauty That's of digital podcast. marketing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all about that data. Stay tuned. <laughs> Um, but you know, from your analytics and stuff, you'd be able to start seeing if that audience is there, if they're reacting to what you're doing, if they're coming and following you and that type of thing. So it's at the start, it's kind of use a bit of research, use a bit of psychology and just kind of go with your best guess of where they're hanging out. So you can't do it wrong. And yes, to recap, Thank you, you need to know <laughs> what your business goal is, what you're trying to say and who you're trying to talk to. Yes. Yeah, so that was the third thing is what you're trying to say, what your messaging is. So once you know what you want to achieve and who you're talking to, where you're going to be, mm -hmm. then it's a matter of what do you actually want to tell them? And that's where the theme days come into it. So, theme days. Yeah. So there's certain industries and I'm not going to name and shame, but there's some that are a bit more um, have a tendency towards it than others where they tend to um, kind of they're page will just be a barrage of the same type of post over and over again. Like I'm trying to sell this particular thing. So here's 50 million posts of it nonstop every day all year round. Same thing, same words. Yeah. And it just, it, you know, it gets really like, even if it's something that you're interested in, it's just, it becomes monotonous. It becomes white noise. It becomes something that you tune out to. And in social media, like it's really hard to screw up you know, unless you like do something really offensive, honestly, the worst thing you can do in socials is be ignored. That's, yes. that's the worst of what can happen. Really. And so this is where you need to put your consumer hat on for someone outside of your business and go, what do people that I'm selling to or I'm giving my service to actually want to see? So if they see something five times, they're not going to want it. Exactly the way you behave. If you're scrolling through Facebook yeah. and you see ad X 
five times every like three scrolls, you're done. You're you going to unfollow them. You know what? I just saw this piece of content five times and it was the fifth time that was the charm. Oh, I don't know why delete. I didn't just go at first unfollow. time. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> so the beauty of theme days is that basically because you're going to be um, using a different, obviously a different theme for every day, it means that you just, a part of the strategy is that you have a content mix. So it means that you're always going to be hitting different messages, which is perfect for your audience, but it's also what you want. Like you don't want to just be saying the same thing over and over. You want to have that variety in there because different things appeal to different people. So say you were selling property, mm -hmm. okay? Rather than, okay, I said I wasn't going to name and shame, but here I am. So say we you're a real estate, <laughs> real estate agents. All right, I, I get it. You're selling property. So every time you get a listing, you're going to pop that up. I totally understand that. But at the same time, if all I'm seeing is just his new house for listing, his new house for listing, his new house for listing. If I'm looking at property at the time, yes, I'm definitely interested. But if I'm sort of sitting on the fence or I'm potentially wanting, um, you know, a bit more guidance and everything. What if you're looking for a sales agent? Like yeah. you're seeing that they're listing them, but you may not be seeing anything else that actually happens. What else? That's it. It's still going to become a bit monotonous. It's, it's not that I'll necessarily tune out from you, but it's that you could be getting more from me. Okay. So if you were posting your houses, so one of your topics could be obviously new listings. Yeah. But then another theme could be that, um, you know, how to um, DIY easy renovations. So if you're, you know, if you're in an area, like for example, um, here in Mackay, you know, we've got some older areas of town that if you're buying a house there, most of them are probably a bit older. So if that's your market, then one of your themes could be easy DIYs at home because most of the people who are buying from you are probably going to be renovating those homes. Absolutely. Or how about maybe a staging tip once a week? If you are in, you are a seller, you want your house to look the best. You want that extra couple of grand if you can, you know, some staging tips, some cleaning tips, like what are buyers looking for when they're coming through or you're doing open houses? Yeah, absolutely. Um, another one could be, um, you know, let's say staying on the real estate one as well as that you want someone who you can trust and who has credibility in the market. Um, you know, real estate agents, unfortunately, can get a bit of a bad reputation for, um, you know, being really say salesy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, so then it's like, okay, so what's a bit about you? What's your personality? Why did you get into real estate sales? What does it mean to you? How does it feel when you sell a place? You know, all those kind of things that actually give people an insight as to why you genuinely enjoy what you do and why it matters to you to have integrity and do things properly and all that bullshit. And in doing that, you're creating personality for yourself and for your brand that people can actually relate to. It's creating that emotional connection. It's like, oh, I actually know you because I've been following your page. I feel confident that I can resonate with you and you'd be a great person to use for this service. Yeah, absolutely. And like if I was looking to list my property with somebody, I mean, you know, they all have generally like the same kind of commission rates and stuff, probably valuations. They're all like, they're know, under it, umbrellas from their it is what agencies. It is. Yeah, exactly. So I think a strong contender for who you would choose to list with would actually be how much you connect with absolutely the agent themselves. So and that goes not just for the real estate example, but for most businesses, yeah, especially true. regional. Like you know, we sometimes we have a lot of choice in who we can deal with, and sometimes you don't in different um, industries. But like feeling like 
that person is reputable, trustworthy, um, and without even meeting them because we do so much online. You're creating that personality, you're trusting that brand before you've even you know got to that handshake or the phone call. And that's pretty much the entire purpose of marketing at overall. Yeah. Like whether it's a press ad or a Facebook page or whatever, we are wanting to build trust and develop a relationship with people so that when you know, they might need our services straight away. So there's that one in a million chance that they'll look at an ad and be like, boom, I'm sold. This is exactly what I want right now. <laughs> but a lot of the time it's, you know, when we think about purchase decisions, there's a bit of a life cycle to it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what marketing gives us the opportunity and social more so than probably any other. Yeah. It's called social <laughs> media for a reason. You it's don't have chance to be corporate to and scary. And yeah, yeah, you can have personality. Corporate and scary. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's an awesome brand. I think that's what we should be from now on. <laughs> that's another discussion for another day. Um, anyway, okay, so what is some examples of some generic theme days that you would do? So say, Jade, you wanted to do I love five. that you're asking me when you're the one who's done the prep work and have it all written out in front of you. How about you read your list, Lani? All right, so... <laughs> Here's a couple. Get a pen and paper handy if you've got one. Um, and these can be anything. Like, so, okay, sorry. Just backpedaling two steps. When Jade was saying about doing a listing one or about doing um, an agent details or something like that with her real estate example, you don't actually have to have along the top of your Facebook post or your Insta uh, post yeah. titling that it is a theme day. This is just for when you sit down and plan. So, for example, if we're doing a, um, using the same real estate example, if we're doing a listing once a week, we're doing, well, okay, hopefully you're selling more than one house a week, I guess. Um, <laughs> maybe two or three listings, um, a tip and a personal post. Like you sit down and you go, right, I'm going to do four posts this week. This is what I'm covering. So you really break it down and it makes it so much easier onto what you're looking rather than going, I'm doing four posts this week. What the hell am I going to talk about? I don't really know what's going on. Or the alternative where it's like, I haven't posted in two weeks. Holy crap. I need to get something up now. Oh, here's some random piece of crap that gets me no engagement, no reach. And when people look at my page, they're going to be like, what the hell is this person even talking about? That I've shared from somewhere else. Cause I think it was kind of funny, but totally doesn't relate to my business. <laughs> so anyway, back to a list of theme ideas. So a great one to do is celebrations or milestones. These won't happen necessarily every week, depending on what your service is. For real estate, you could be celebrating a sale. Mm -hmm. For milestones, you could be celebrating a staff member. You could be celebrating a business achievement. Anything like that for you, your clients, or your staff is a great one. And by using celebration or milestone language in your post, saying things like, congratulations, Jade, for you know, X, Y, Z, you are actually... Thanks, man. I worked hard to achieve that X, Y, Z. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook loves that stuff. Loves it. Um, it will pick it up or it will push it. Congratulations. Well done. Like that kind of language, the celebrations. Facebook is social. Facebook wants to share it. It's a good one. Um, a really, really easy one, and I wouldn't do too much of it, maybe just once a week or so, is industry news or events. It's a like, I really am struggling for time. I don't know what else to post, but it is relative to you and your business and what is happening in the region. That is something that your followers should be interested in. Um, obviously you want to keep to a product or a service spotlight, sharing what you do, how you mm. do it, why you do it. How can I work with you? How can I buy from you? What is it that you offer? What's your point of difference? Like we don't need to sell to people, but we kind of do need to let them know what we actually do have available as a business. And that doesn't have to be like 
putting up your whole catalog of services or your capability statement. Yeah, pull out one little part of one big service that you offer yeah. and just do a deep dive or something funny or an example or a case study. or. If you have a photo and it's just a couple of words, look at the team doing this, like you know, they love it or something along those lines. Like it, it doesn't have to be super, super long or super short. Like those kind of different things will um, engage with different audiences. That's another thing to test long and short posts. Yep. I found it really interesting um, that some audiences really do like a long in-depth post. I know. Not the hell everyone. Are they? <laughs> not every post. Don't make them all like a chapter book. Um, people will turn off. But yeah, like if you've got something interesting and important that people want to learn about, chuck it all in there. Yeah. If it's engaging and gripping enough, like there will definitely be that certain audience where it's like, Again, using the gardening example. Yeah. You know what I mean? For someone who's really into gardening and stuff, and if you're like, here's the specific type of mulching technique or whatnot, and here's like a, what we do, like our process, whatever. If you're really like composting, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're really into that, you'll actually sit there and read that post because you're like, I want to learn this. And I don't, you know, it's from someone I know, like, and trust. I follow their page. I'm into their thing. I see their results. It's not just some sort of book or something I've picked up. Like, I'm actually seeing them producing these great results, and now they're giving me the inside secrets on how they do it. Amazing. Of course I'm going to read that thing. Tick. Absolutely. I mean, that's still not me, but, like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is a staff spotlight. If you, you know, have a really big team, um, they do amazing work, and you want to, again, kind of celebrate them. It falls into that category a little bit. Um, or if they do different services. So one person specializes in ABC, the other person specializes yeah, in XYZ. Really good, yeah. mm. You know? They're a commodity to your business. Why not actually share that with everyone? Tell them how cool your people are. Um, another one is questions. You will be asked questions about your business uh, and your services FAQ, and your products every single day. Write them down. Share them mm. on Facebook. People are asking. Or even better, ask them if they have questions about something you do. You that will you get engagement. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you answer them. <laughs> Instagram stories is a really good one for that. Um, and just a quick plug, if you're not already using stories, please do. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, use the stories function. It goes right to the top of people's news feeds. It's, you know, that more quick, fun, in the moment content. It Just, just use it. It doesn't have to be video. It can be photo. And if you're scared and it doesn't go well, it's only there for a short term. Exactly. And then it goes away. So you can actually ask questions and stuff on your Instagram as well. Um, it could, there's a little field there that people can fill in with. Uh, so if you're saying like, you know, what's something you want to hear about from me? Or if I was to say, what's your biggest challenge with X, Y, Z? Then people can ask questions and then you can use those questions as social media content while also answering them. So, you know, there's a bonus there. And like, even though you might have answered that question like a month ago, if someone is asking it, it's because they missed it. Like, yeah, 100%. Not everyone is going to see all of your content. You are going to repeat yourself with things just like you do with clients. Yep. You know what I mean? You can tell a client something and then six months later, they're like, so why are we doing this? It's like, all right, cool. This is why we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. Don't be afraid to repeat yourself. Try to use slightly different language if you can, like a different way of explaining it because that yeah, will actually 100%. penetrate the audience a little bit better. Um, but definitely ask questions. Ask polls. Polls are really fun. Like if you know there's a, um, a one, two, three kind of answer, go with that. 
if you're really stuck after all those things, a nice engagement one is caption this photo. If the team is doing something a little bit quirky, a little bit fun, or you know, you need help naming a new product or a service, ask, you know, create that engagement. Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing. So with um, algorithms for social media platforms, if someone pauses for a moment on your piece of content, that's clip, that's, um, what do you call it, logged, whatever, by that platform. So they notice interactions. You don't have to actually do anything with the post for an internet for an interaction to be clocked. Yeah, that's a reach. So it means that the person will be seeing your content more. If they hit like or the heart um, on Facebook, then... Or any of them. If they've got a mad face or a funny face, that's an engagement. Well, no. So a like or a heart is actually the next level of engagement. So if you get that, it gets you a certain... Like it makes your post live for a bit longer. If it's any of the other reactions, it oh. lives for even longer. So they're more potent than a like or a heart because they're the ones we most commonly give. Right. And then the big one is comments. Yeah. So, and like if you just tag someone as like their name or whatever, that's not really that big of a thing. But if you write a comment, yeah. then that means for like if you get people writing comments on your post, it means that it's going to live in people's news feeds longer. You're potentially reaching more people. So, what Lani is saying is that by encouraging engagement, asking for engagement, that will actually help you to broaden your reach across you know whatever social platform you tend to be using absolutely if it's an event or something like that tag hey jade we should go along to this and then she replies yeah let's book a ticket that's going to all my friends will see that i've commented jade's friends will see that she was tagged and commented and then like we'll probably like the event and select going so that's mm. how it grows and you want your audience to be doing that for you so asking them to be ballsy that's fine tell mm. them like this and find out more or you know that kind of thing and the other thing too it's the other part of the equation of it being a social um platform is that you're it's not like regular advertising and stuff where you're talking at your audience you're talking with your audience you know so when you're putting stuff out there you really do want them to be writing back to you yeah and then if someone goes to the trouble of commenting for christ's sake make sure that you answer them back like seriously don't leave someone hanging it's, you know, if they just tag someone as a name or whatever, that's fine. Or if they're just like, you know, like, so say you're posting a celebration, you've been open for five years or whatever, and they're like, well done. You might just like it. Yeah. Um, but if someone actually takes the time to write a bit of a comment, always, always, always respond. Yeah. Like reward them, recognize the effort and stuff they've gone to, because it may not seem like much, but you would know from your own social media scrolling and activity, like we don't, we tend to be like, predominantly people are stalkers you know they linger over content the but they background. don't that's it they don't actually interact with it i'm just here for the comments yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like everyone would have seen them like i won't name names but there's some big supermarket companies and there's some big um national broadcasting companies that are in the media and when they start replying and actually replying to comments with some funny things they actually ended up snapshotted and then go viral because people were like, huh, that business actually has personality yeah. and replied. There are humans there. Oh my, my God, God. who the thunk it? <laughs> exactly. So don't be afraid to reply. So basically, once you have a whole list of different potential themes that you could be doing, so 
Lani's just given you a list of um, like generic ones that could work for any business. For you specifically, like if you were um, an electrician or something, then, you know, one of your, um, oh no, probably not electrician because you would be doing for them. I'll keep with the gardening one. That's probably a bit easier. Um, but gardening, you might have like a weekly safety tip or something. Like if you're going to be doing this, wear gloves. Um, this stuff, you might not realize it's actually poisonous. So put a thing on when you, like a mask on when you're Don't doing it. Don't breathe this in, obviously. Like yeah. So there's going to be themes, ideas that you have that'll be specific specifically related to your industry as well. So when you've got like a list of all different um, themes that you could have, then it's a matter of working out how often you want to be posting. So, um, you know, for a lot of our clients, we recommend that they get to posting once a day during business days. Um, Some people, you know, if your business is, say, like an event hire or something, then, yeah, definitely weekends, you know. Because that's when their core business is happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, But if you're – and not saying that you have to be posting once a day right from the get out. Like, it's something that you can work up to. So even if you start out posting, say, two times a week, that means that whenever someone goes to your page, it's never been more than a few days since there's been a post so that they know that the page is active because it – an inactive page looks like the business is defunct as well, um, but it's not really going to get you into algorithms or anything like that. And then if you work up to, say, posting four times a week and then posting five times a week. So if we work from our high-level goal of posting five times a week, then look at your content themes and choose your best five, like the five that you think are going to work the best. Again, there is no exact science to this. It's just knowing your audience, knowing what you're trying to achieve, knowing your business, and making your best guess. When you've got those five um, topics, then pick a day for each one. You know, some might actually naturally relate to a particular day, some might not. Create a calendar is an easy way to do this. Every Monday, we're talking about staff. Every Wednesday, we're talking about service. Every Friday, we're doing a Friday funny, which is a meme around the business or our services. Perfect, exactly. Um, And so when you then have, when you look at your, like, so we recommend to people to actually try scheduling your content out once a month. Now, when you think of spending a few hours doing a whole month worth of content, you know, it sounds... I don't have time for that. It sounds unachievable, though. You know, like, it's like, holy crap, how do you do that? Like, it sounds really overwhelming. But because if you break it down, like Alana was saying before, if you're sitting down to batch your content once a month and you've got your theme days and you go, okay... Every Monday, I'm going to be doing this. So all I need to do is four staff posts. Yeah. Four staff posts. That's, that's all my Monday's done. Yeah. And then I'm going to do four service posts. Four se- all, my, all my Wednesdays are done. Four funnies, all my Fridays are done. So all of a sudden, you've got a whole month done and you don't have to look at it till next month for your scheduling. Check your comments. I was going to say, <laughs> not totally tuning out. <laughs> not totally tuning out. <laughs> You don't get off that easy. And hopefully you will have, you know, inboxes and, and um, comments and everything that you do need to engage with. So what? how do we know if a post doesn't go well and what do we do? So again, I'm going to use Facebook as an example for this because they've got the best analytics. So it's the easiest to look at. But what we've found is that once we've been posting with theme days for about two months, so that's eight weeks of content. Yeah. In our insights, when we are flicking through, we can actually see patterns in the engagement. 
So we can say, okay, every Friday, you know, our engagement goes off. Like we get heaps of engagement. Those funnies, like we've got a great sense of humor. Naturally, everyone loves it. Dark, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it might be that every Wednesday, our service spotlight, so we can see every Wednesday, we don't really get very much reach or engagement. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how can you do that differently then? Or do you need to switch it out for something else? Now, if it was a core topic, like service, like what you provide, definitely be rethinking, getting creative on how you can still be promoting what you do, but in a way that appeals more to your audience. And it might not be about the content. It might be about the day or the time oh, you've yeah, got point. it. If like you think about when you sit down and look at your phone or when your partner sits down and looks at their phone, like what time slot is that? If you're talking to mums, they're going to be in line at school pickup waiting for the kids. They've got uh, time to kill. That's 100% the time to get mums, man. Six, 3 o'clock. 7.30. They're going to be bathing kids, putting them to bed, stressful. They're not going to tune in until 9 o'clock. So make sure when you're looking at your analytics, you're actually looking at the time people are on. Yes, 100%. So yeah, if you leave for about two months, just, you know, schedule your content out those two months and then at the end of it, have a look and you should be able to see patterns by then of which days are up and which days are down. And so that means if it was, say, the staff profile one wasn't doing well, that's where you can switch it out for one of your other content ideas that you had from that initial list. Absolutely. So yes, that's pretty much how to create and use theme days. Um, Super and, easy, right? Yeah, basically. Done. <laughs> but, and that's the whole thing. It's, you know, theme days are just one small part of a larger social media strategy because obviously, like we talked about on a tangent multiple times during this, um, you know, things like stories and looking at your analytics, like there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you, you know, can be doing as well. But if you're just starting out or you are just really under the pump, then this theme days are just a really simple way to just get going. With marketing, nothing is ever perfect. Nothing is ever done. No. Whereas if you get started and then you start getting some, um, like some action and some results from that, it'll create momentum. And when we get results and we create momentum, that's when we can actually go, oh, this is worth my time. This is actually doing something. I'm going to keep doing it and growing it from there. But this is just a way to actually get started because sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. Absolutely. And like these things take a little bit longer when you're starting something new or trying something out. So just be patient with yourself and actually take the time. Yeah. Be kind to yourself, man. Like you're in there, you're doing it. That's freaking amazing. You got this. You got this. Um, one other tidbit that I forgot to mention a little earlier is if you are sharing some industry news or events like that, it's really handy to have a resource list of really great resources. So anyone that does is an industry body in your specific field that's going to be sharing news or events, make a list of all those people, any media that will be sharing things that are relative to you. Um, even if you're doing a Friday funny or memes or jokes, have a list of like Facebook pages that you will go and search for to find that content. These things make creating content or sourcing so much quicker and easier instead of just sitting there once a month when you're scheduling out your posts going searching Ugh. randomly for everything. And that's the thing. When we say about sitting there and batching content, it's like you might not have everything prepared the first time, but as you go along, add to your source list, add to your list of ideas. Yeah. As things come up, keep adding to it because you'll make it easier and easier for yourself. And that first time you sit down and batch a month's worth of content, it might take you half a day. Yeah. But once you do it a few months, it'll probably only take you a couple of hours. 
if time is tight and sitting down and doing a whole month worth of posts scares the crap all out of you, do a fortnight. Yeah. Do a week. Just get started. Yes, 100%. I think that's the theme for today's podcast. Just get started. Get started. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> us. Oh, yeah. Marketing and Margaritas podcast number one done. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you guys got something out of it, and we'll see how this continues. Wish us luck. <laughs> Hopefully, that'll record it. Woohoo! <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.